My Crazy Family. It's the brand new podcast that we have officially launched that you can now subscribe to and you can now share your crazy family stories to as well. You're about to hear a 15-minute preview of My Crazy Family. While you're listening, be sure to search My Crazy Family on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download podcasts and press subscribe. Brand new episodes every single Monday and Wednesday of each week, jam-packed with crazy family stories that may make you and your family feel quite normal, (laughs) or maybe not. Search My Crazy Family wherever you download podcasts, press subscribe, and then share your crazy family story as well. Enjoy this 15-minute preview of the My Crazy Family podcast. It's never fun when your mother-in-law says, hey, you know what, I'm coming over, and doesn't really give you a way to say no. It's always the mother-in-law, isn't it? We're always dealing with the mother-in-law. No matter what, maybe you had a baby, maybe you survived a hurricane, nothing will stop mother-in-law. My. My. Crazy. Crazy. Family. Family. My. Crazy. Family. Welcome to the program. Be sure to uh, subscribe to our channel on Apple Podcasts. Uh, the uh, My Crazy Family Plus gives you access to everything, all ad-free, including advanced episodes of the show for you to binge away on right now. And hey, leave us a review there on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get podcasts. Send us a screenshot. Send it to contest at crazyfampod.com and we'll get you into a drawing for a $500 Amazon gift card that will be given out uh, closer to, towards the uh, end of the year. And of course, if you have a crazy family story, we would like to hear it, wouldn't we? Yeah, please. Please, we would love to hear your stories. Send them to crazyfampod.com or you can give us a call at one 833 That's one 833 to tell us how crazy your family is. Yeah, crazyfampod.com right there. There's a form. You just fill it out, send the story, gets to us, and we may use it on a future episode of the program. It's Tony and Stacy Cole with you on today's episode of the show. What's going on? Our first story, a quick background. All of my family, they're specialists in top fields such as accounting, medicine, et cetera, except for me. I find more satisfaction in working for myself, and you can imagine how that's made me look in the eyes of my overachieving family. I told my whole family, including my mom, that this is what I want to do, and the traditional path is not for me. My brother just graduated from college, and I'm so happy for him. As I was praising him, my mom said, you can also do the same. She then went on to say, this is what I've been wanting you to do as well. I get it. First-generation parents only see university as a success, but my God, have I mentioned it countless times to them that this is not the path that I want to take. I have said this to her so many times. College is not for me, but somehow it's always been used against me whenever someone else achieves something in that sphere. This has happened so many times, by the way. This is my crazy family. You're nothing if you don't go to college. That's a lot of families. A lot of families yeah, have it is, that outlook. Isn't it? And I, I've always hated that outlook. I always, it, it was drilled into many generations of, you have to go to college, you have to go to college. And when my parents would have gone, it was actually affordable. It was something that could be done realistically. And then when it got to us uh, around the late 90s, early 2000s, it got crazy expensive. 
And either you had parents that could pay for it or you're going to be in loans for the rest of your life. And also it was like, well, what's the path here? Well, you got to first take uh, three or two years of all these courses that have nothing to do with what you actually want to do. And then after we've, you know, built you for that money, uh, if you're still here, then you can kind of kind of go into areas that maybe you want to get into. But if you want to do anything there, then you got to go for another four years to kind of get that master's. And then after that, then it's like, really? I mean, and I get for some paths like medicine. Yeah, definitely. If that's your passion, sorry, that's the road you got to take. But it's not for everyone. And I wish the world would look at that better. I think we're getting better at that because I think the world has finally realized what a fucking... A scam of a system the college education system is for just taking money from people and really not giving much in exchange and i, I hope i hope we go back to looking more at trades and things of that nature because so many people yeah. would be so better in that and make so much more money in that because we always oh trades don't make any money yes if you're just working for someone in the entry level position you're right you probably don't but you know what if you do well and you got a fucking head on your shoulders, you can own a business and make buku bucks far more than what the college path may would have been. And you know what? You don't have the fucking hundred fifty thousand dollars in loans for the rest of your life, too. So, absolutely. And if you take a look at the trade schools, the things that you can learn there: welding, plumbing, uh, HVAC. I mean, there's so many different things that have high demand. And if you know how to do these things well. You will work every day that you want to work and you'll earn a shit ton of money. Exactly. But that was never presented like that. It was just always, Mm -mm. it's, you know, you don't want to make minimum wage doing HVAC. You know what? The guy who I hire for my HVAC, he's not making minimum wage. He's he's making damn near $100 an hour. So um, I, I don't, I don't know where, I don't know why that was always, you know, pushed at us. The same can be said of a college degree too. You get your college degree, guess what? You're going to have to start somewhere then too. And you're going to be making low money and you have a massive amount of debt. And you better hope you like that job you got the education in so you can pay back that debt. Because if you don't, you're really fucked. I I don't know. I I just always thought Um, it was a racket. And I thought I'm going to use those years of college to just kind of get my career going and I'll be further ahead. And it worked. And it totally worked. You're you're talking to somebody in in this podcast that I have one of the most ridiculous degrees you've ever fucking heard of. I have a liberal arts degree from Hamlin University and I majored in religion because I was told back in the 80s that, Uh hey, a liberal arts degree, it doesn't matter what you major in. You're you just need the degree and then you're going to go places. (laughs) What the fuck? In religion. Oh my so, God. so what exactly was the game plan there with uh, with using yeah. the religious degree? Well, I, I was going, believe it or not, my whole world revolved around veterinary medicine, mm-hmm. but I was aiming toward pharmacy school. And I was told that because I had average science grades, I didn't stand out. I was just very average. If I had a very unusual degree Mm -hmm. like religion or philosophy or ethics, I would stand out to the admissions committee. I wouldn't just be somebody who had chemistry and biology. 
I had this weird liberal arts thing where they'd be like, Ooh, we need to bring her in for an interview. And being who I was, I knew I could ace the interview and get in. Yeah. Uh, it, I didn't apply. I, I got to the end of college and went, I don't want to be a pharmacist. Uh-huh. What the fuck? Um, $80,000 later, I, you know, and this is back in the eighties. Sure. Um, I, I just kind of sat there and went, I don't know what the hell to do with myself. I, I don't want to be a pharmacist. I don't want to go through that. I, I didn't have what I needed to get into veterinary school. And so I just, I looked to radio. I had family members who were in um, broadcasting in Minnesota. And mm-hmm. I thought, well, if these guys with these really deep voices can do it, so can I. Sure. And so I went off and I went to a vocational school, Brown Institute in Minnesota and got my broadcast degree, which was more money. It wasn't a lot of money, but it was something. But and we, then we, I went into radio. Which also is a joke and a half too, because you don't need that to get into radio. No, you do. Well, yeah. And you're, you're proof you don't need it. No, it's just go. I'd like to work here. And then you start working your way up. Cause even if you have the degree, I remember hiring people that had that. And that was like all the experience they had with getting uh, uh, resumes in. Those were the ones I usually like tossed because they were, they did. I did because they did no real world. I mean, you had experience though. And you, I, you were there before I was there, but when, when those sort of things came in and it's like, well, what's your experience? Well, I went to college. Okay. Well, where have you worked? Well, at the college station. Nowhere. Thank you. And and back then, back then there was a lot of qualified people for jobs, but I mean, today, I guess there isn't, but yeah, back, it was like, I just didn't even look at, I didn't even call them half the time because they were not, they weren't good. And, and college yeah. radio didn't teach anybody anything about modern broadcasting. <laughs> so it yeah, was, it was like, it was another racket, another one where <laughs> it was like, why, why so many things, so many ways that to dupe young people into spending absorbent amounts of money when it's really not going to be a beneficial path for you. And there's clearly easier paths over here, but it's hard to see when everybody's like, no, 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 you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do this. No, no, you don't. You really don't. Well, you know, Tony, do you know how I got my first job in radio? How? I woke up at 4.30 in the morning and I had, this was back, I'm going to age myself here, but this was back before the internet. So I had a, um, a sheet that I had, acquired on my own. This is all my doing. Mm -hmm. And it listed all of the radio stations in the upper Midwest. Mm -hmm. And so what I did is I, I scanned like, where would I want to go? Yeah. Okay. Grab that one. Here's their phone number. And I knew the morning show was coming in about 5 AM is when morning shows kick off. Yeah. So at, at 459, I called the station Uh 459 AM. And I called, um, it was a KFGO up in Fargo, North Dakota. Okay. And I got a hold of their morning show and I said, Hey, I'm at Brown Institute. I'm almost done. And I'm looking for my first gig. And they're like, what are you doing up so early? And I said, I want to work. And they were like, Whoa, what's going on? And so we started chatting because they're not totally doing their show just yet. Yeah. And we hit it off and they're like, yeah, we want to talk to you. Come on up. That's how I got into radio. I didn't need the Brown Institute. I no. just needed, hey, here's how you get a fucking job. That's, uh, yeah, and that's the reality of, of so many things where it's like, just show a little motivation, show that you have some interest and passion in it, 
And if you're the decision maker, you're going to be like, holy shit. Because it's not just somebody with a piece yeah. of paper that's like, hi, I'm applying to 50 different places. Yeah, I mean, that's, and, and to find motivation and passion for anything is difficult. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy. So to, to this person, just, you know, continue soldiering on and fuck them. They're, they're going to have their views and everything. Uh, but if, if yeah. unless you need a degree for what you do, do not waste your fucking time in college. And again, like I said, there's plenty of things that require it and you need it and you should be educated in it. Medicine comes to mind. Uh, but yes, there, there are other things, too. Although half the time I feel like I have to hold the hand of my doctor uh, as well, where it's like, are you sure? Are you sure? Well, we could look at this. OK, great. I'm sad I had to, like, really kind of nudge you along to go down that path. Um, mm. But it's uh, yeah, it, it's not for everyone. So just keep going. And ignore the the fucking you know, naysayers and this or that and do your thing and be the best you can at whatever it is you do. And you may very soon discover in time, uh, once kind of the dust settles and everyone's, you know, they got their degrees and everybody's been working for a little bit in time that you, the one with the passion that has their own path, may be further ahead. If, if you yeah. find your passion and you follow it, I'm not saying if you're just sitting there fucking playing video games all day and saying, I don't like college. You're going to do shit. But although people found a way to make money at that now, too. But if there is something that you are passionate about, follow that. And you may be very, very surprised. Absolutely. And and speaking of college, our next story. Yeah. Jesus. I, this story is just beautiful. It's it's horribly tragic. It's um, And the headline is, my mom is more concerned with me missing my labs and exam in class than the active shooter currently on our campus. And and the person, this is just great. Um, they sent in their the text message between themselves and their mom. And this is from mom. Are you on lockdown? It says, well, the professor is saying, please don't leave, but the door to our classroom doesn't lock. Mom replies, stay put for a while. And then this person says, I emailed my lab uh, TA in case I missed my practical. Well, hopefully you won't. I would say pray and walk super fast to class. Stay close to buildings and others. Make yourself less of a target. Maybe you can get tutoring from professors if you stay a little while. <laughs> and, and the person responds, is this a joke? Is my grade more important to you than my life? Jesus, mom. Honey, just, uh, you know, stay close to the buildings. And uh, if you see the shooter, flash him. Use those breasts. Let them see what you have. And they probably won't shoot at you, although they may use nipples as a target. Oh, shit. I didn't think that went through. That's uh Oh, my God. Yeah, that's uh <laughs> It's somewhere up. in there. It should be, oh, my God, honey. I, I'm so scared for you. I'm saying a prayer. Keep yourself safe. Blah, blah, blah. Barricade you yourself know? in the building. Uh, yeah, it's not stay close to walls. <laughs> Walk, Walk fast. super fast to class. My prayer will carry you along as you put yourself in danger. Just so you can take your lab practical. Yeah. Want more of the My Crazy Family podcast? Well, you're in luck. There's plenty of episodes to start binging away on right now. We're absolutely free. All you have to do is search My Crazy Family wherever you download podcasts or on Apple Podcasts and find our program and press subscribe. My Crazy Family. Search for it now, press subscribe, and start binging away this instant.
My Crazy Family. Enjoy.